0: Hello, friend. You are listening to Unleash Your Potential with Jane Tumor-Butter. This is episode number 13. Welcome to Unleash Your Potential, where we delve into the world of mindset and how shifting it can help you unleash your full potential. In each episode, your host, Certified Master Mindset Coach Jane, will guide you on a journey towards self discovery, growth, And empowerment to help you unlock your innate abilities, overcome limiting beliefs, and achieve your ultimate goals. So sit back, relax, and get ready to unleash your full potential on this exciting journey of self discovery. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this episode. I want to talk about something very interesting today. So I love reading and I don't really give myself the privilege to read nice novels. It's only reserved for holidays and to reward myself because I'm very busy reading about my coaching and different books, which I also enjoy. So recently a friend of mine gifted me or recommended me a book and she gave me the book to borrow because she read it and she thought i would love it and she was right i did and i think it's a book that recently came out so i think it might be topical because i've seen quite a few people read it on the bus and different places so i wanted to kind of do a book review so i think i i'll be because i love reading i will be doing a book reviews or just um, takeaways from different books on every 10th episode from now onwards. So stay tuned for that. But I wanted to start with this book, which is a novel called Lessons in Chemistry. If you haven't read this book and are willing to or planning on reading that book, spoiler alert in advance, there will be spoiler alert. So I mean, there will be Spoilers, so please be warned. If that's your plan, then maybe read the book first and then come back to listen to this episode. If you have read it or if you are planning on not reading it, then you can continue listening on. So, for those of you who haven't read and just want to kind of understand what this episode is about, I'll give you a quick rundown. So, it's about a woman who is a scientist in the 1950s. And the struggles that she had, you know, with sexism back in the day at work and just in general society and how she handles the situation. So she was very smart from early on. She couldn't get it into master's program because the professor sexually assaulted her and just put her out of the program. And she couldn't fight back because nobody would have believed her and she goes into work for this research uh, facility, science company, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong. And she is definitely the smartest out of everybody, but because she's a woman, she's often uh, often mistake as the EA and people put her down, steal her work. And so she's never really Um, progresses in her career and then she meets this man who is a brilliant scientist and they get together and they just do life a little bit differently um, out of the norm for society at that time so without getting married they live together which at the time was a big no-no and she gets pregnant but before finding out the brilliant scientist boyfriend of hers passes away by an accident so she has a daughter and no job and she has to support her daughter so long story short she finds a job in on a cooking show because she loves cooking because she looks at science as cooking and the show takes off really well just because she empowers women on TV and there is a whole heap of backlash from the producers all the men because she's empowering women and men are not happy because you know their women aren't going to be in in the place that they think they belong so and at the end kind of justice occurs and she goes back to she gets invited back to the science community because The donor who was funding her research was uh, found out that, you know, this woman was a woman and that the story that she had to go through. So she goes back and all is well. But reading this book, definitely as a woman, I could relate to so many sexist comments and kind of misconceptions and societal roles that I didn't even realize that I was running and also had in the back of my mind so it was quite confronting but today I wanted to talk about kind of the mindset she had to really be who she is and really be successful in who she is because when I was reading her story I was quite impressed by how she was handling things because she never really got the sexist comments these negative things impact her really like she just headed on and she just continued on and she had a really strong head and she you know really impressed me and I started thinking because I'm a coach What is her character? What is it about her mindset? What is it about her character that really gives her that strength and that grit to go on? Because I'll be honest, if it was me, I would probably be crying on the floor and going, why me? Like everybody thinks that I'm not good enough. Everybody thinks that I shouldn't do this. Why do I bother? I'll just stop, you know, whereas she kept going and going and it didn't really seem to bother her that much so i was really drawn to that characteristic and i really wanted to understand so i did a bit of um reflection and came up with these things and i wanted to share these with you so there is an enneagram type this is a new concept so if you want to learn more about it let me know i'll do another episode on enneagram in the future so that you know what i'm talking about but in short as humans, all seven, eight billion of us kind of divided into nine categories of personality, which is crazy, right? Because we're all individual, we're all different people and unique. But because we're all socialized when we're growing up, we've learned to cope with stress and cope with seek safety and seek love through one of these nine ways. And it doesn't mean that we are just one and not the others we have all nine but we tend to lean into one or two a bit more and so i think depending so this is a really good way to kind of find out how you respond to stress how you pattern your life and what drives you what really were your core wounds and what is your way of seeking love? Ultimately, our patterns are kind of designed to seek love and security for ourselves. And I think Elizabeth is Enneagram type five because type five people are usually very smart and they they know that they're really smart and they're really in their head all the time and they don't really care about everybody, anybody else, because they're so busy just focused on that intellectual context and content. So I think Elizabeth is a type five. If you want reference, you can probably Google it in your type five, and she would fit the bill quite well. And the patterns of thinking that I've noticed throughout the book that really helped her was she had very strong internal reference and authority. And what I mean by that is she doesn't ask for permission to do anything that she wants to do. She just goes ahead and does it. And she doesn't ask for other people on how she's doing. She asks herself. So she knows whether she's doing a good job or not. And that really helps people to have a strong, leveled head and really go after what they want and i think it serves you well if you are wanting to be a pioneer because you don't need other people's approval because if other people don't understand then they're going to be kind of scared for you and the whole point of being a pioneer or a leader is to lead so nobody else has either done it or doesn't know about it so I think it's a really good quality and I think because of this, she does really well in her work and she just continues on with her research and with her life because she's got this internal authority and internal reference. The next thing I've noticed is she focused a lot more on task over relationships, so she was very much focused on her work but not necessarily the relationship part and it could be because she was not getting the relationship that you know you needed at work because everyone was kind of against her kind of trolling her a little bit so i kind of understand that but i think she was focused a lot more on tasks so if she relied on relationships i think she might have struggled a little bit just because of the negative environment that her colleagues have created for her because they were jealous that, you know, being a woman, she was smarter than them. So it's not always the case that having task over a relationship is better. It's just in this context really worked out well for her because the colleagues were actually negative. So if she relied on the relationship, she might not have gone through with the work. The other thing i've noticed in her is even though she's a scientist and is really skeptical with work she was actually really trusting like she would trust people when they said that they would use her work she would trust them you know she was just very trusting of people because i think it worked out well for her because If she was skeptical, she might not have really gone through what she went through. You know, why bother setting up, continuing, becoming a scientist? Why bother doing all of this? Because, you know, society is going to expect you to be a stay at home and get married anyway and not work after you get married anyway. All your worth is dependent on who you marry and, and your married life anyway. So why bother? And because she's more trusting, she kind of continued on with the project. So I think that really helped her in this context. And I could also tell that she convinces herself through reading. So as human beings, we have different ways of receiving information and also Depending on which way that we receive information, we have a preference on how we convince ourselves to believe something. So some people convince themselves only when they see something that they'll believe it. And I think for Elizabeth, it was she would believe something when she read it first and then she would have a self-conversation and then she would believe it. So I think that was her strategy in convincing herself. And she was very much towards motivated. So we have a motivation strategy for all of us. Some people are motivated away from things that they don't want versus some people are motivated towards the things that they want. And ideally, if you have both equally, then it's a really strong motivation because you know where you're going, but also at the same time, you know what you don't want. So She had a very strong towards motivation because she knew what she wanted and she just went after rather than focusing on what she didn't want. And I think that really served her really well. So that is my quick analysis of Elizabeth. And also these are kind of the takeaways for me is that these are the qualities that could really work well in situations like her. So I'll definitely be tuning into my internal reference and internal authority much more. It's something that I've been working on for a long time. It's a big leverage point for me. And so I've been working on it quite some time and so much so that I've decided to name my coaching company in lead coaching because I want to lead from within. And I also want to coach people to lead from within because everyone I've I've coached to so far struggles with this because we're so conditioned to follow and uh, follow the authority from outside so this is very much a passion of mine and a very key area of focus and I think everything else okay with it's yeah it's probably that one that I want to focus on more but If you want to adopt any of the uh, different patterns, let me know specifically what you're interested in and I can help you. I can do another episode on how you can adopt these different patterns or if you reach out to me, I can just, I'm happy to have a one-on-one conversation. All right. That's all for today. Thank you. Take later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Unleash Your Potential. I hope you found today's episode helpful in your journey to reaching your potential. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss an episode. If you want to get in touch, you can always find me on Instagram at Unleash Your Potential IG or by email at unleashyourpotentialpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com with no space. Remember, keep prioritizing your growth and your potential. Until next time, bye!